We can try to convince them otherwise and hopefully convince them that there is nothing wrong with living out in nature with us. But until then, he trailed off with an unsure shrug. Mrs. Grayson smiled warmly. You don't need to convince them. We've heard enough stories from you guys about what happened to the other families of yours. We've seen some of them yourself. We've also seen some pretty bad things happen on TV as well, stated Anna with a nod. Exactly. You still shouldn't leave. You'll never find happiness unless you stay with your family, with us. That may be true, commented Mrs. Grayson, but unfortunately, you're stuck with us. We don't mind, assured Clark and Anna simultaneously. Both ladies burst into laughter, making the younger blonde boy laugh. All right, all right, said Mrs. Grayson after composing herself, smiling. Time for some fun. Do you want to play Monopoly or go fish? Both kids' eyebrows shot up excitedly. They had always loved playing that game, especially if it was Monopoly, but they had been forbidden to play it for months. After all, they hadn't actually earned money yet, so it was kind of a surprise to get back to playing after such a long break. Go fish, exclaimed Annie, jumping up excitedly from the bed. She rushed over to the wardrobe, grabbed a board with lots of numbers and letters painted on it and hurried to the center of the room, placing a piece upon it. Then she put her hands on the sides of her mouth and cried. Hey everybody, guess what? Everyone turned their heads toward her and looked at her with amused expressions on their faces. How did I do that? She asked with a confused expression on her face. How did you do what? Questioned Tony. That's amazing. Annie praised Bruce as he clapped enthusiastically. Annie pouted slightly. I didn't do it with any magic tricks. I was just yelling. How did you guys do that? Bruce gave her an apologetic look. Sorry, your yellings were really loud. Annie looked slightly disappointed. Then she started counting off on her fingers. Four pieces of paper, one card, and five letters on each piece. Wow, Annie, I don't know why you would call those six objects your yellings. Those are just numbers, symbols, and letters, teased Tony. Besides, they're just numbers. There's nothing special about them. But they're all magical, objected Annie. Look how beautiful and intricate they are. They must be something very special. Tony chuckled. Of course they're magical. Look how many people are interested in them and trying to find out what's inside. But I could do that too, countered Annie. Maybe I'd make some friends with whoever's inside. Or more, corrected Tony, grinning. He then frowned, turning serious, though, anyway, I think you might want to reconsider that. After all, how would you describe them as being useful in your everyday life when no one would ever know what they were supposed to do in order to help you out with something? Huh, Tony smirked at her. Now, let's play Go Fish, suggested Tony as he moved his piece to start his turn. We haven't played in a while. The others followed suit. Soon enough, everyone seemed to have made it safely and happily to their spots in the board game. Everyone was having a good time. Talking, laughing, joking. It felt so much like old times, almost like they were back in the cabin and everything was fine between them, no matter the circumstances. It wasn't that they had forgotten the bad memories associated with the cabin, but it certainly wasn't what everyone kept replaying in their minds. They weren't worried about their past anymore. They knew that their futures were going to be better. They knew that everything would work itself out, that nothing could hurt them, and they didn't want anything more than that. If someone had ever pointed it out to them, they would have refused to believe it. They were content to live in their current environment, happy that they now had a place to call their own. They were happy to stay together. They were happy to protect each other. That was all that mattered to them. Nothing else mattered. Not their past, nor their present, or even their future. What mattered most was now. All else was irrelevant. All else would always be overshadowed by that fact. No matter how dark or cold the shadows got, no matter how dangerous the world around them appeared, nothing changed that, because everything stayed the same. The sun rose, the moon set, and eventually, sleep would take them, and they would continue to dream. That's all they needed. That's all that mattered to them right now. That's all that would last for a while. Anyway, it was that simple. That simple and perfect. 
That's what they liked about this place, after all. And that was what brought them peace. Peace, freedom, and friendship. Or whatever it was that they had with each other. The sun rose higher and higher outside of the windows, the air becoming colder and warmer. The sun illuminated every corner of the room, leaving the room in total darkness. The three people sitting around the large board table continued playing. Annie was on her knees beside Clark concentrating hard upon her game of go fish. Suddenly, she stopped, frowning as she took a piece and turned it upside down. I lost, she declared loudly. It looks like it's my turn, observed Anna. She glanced at her mother. Mother, what is my turn? Her mother smiled. Go fish, she advised her. It's your best chance to win. Anna nodded. Okay. A couple minutes later, she turned the white piece again to the right position. I win again. Mother, what's my turn? Asked Anna impatiently. She paused for a moment then reached over to her sister, pulling her toward her, and whispered something into her ear, whispering in a low voice. Oh my god, mother, who won the game? Asked Tony excitedly. No one wins the game unless they make it possible to do so. How can one win? Can't anybody else have made it possible? 